Hey there, this is Hugh, your favorite back tea boy, sharing an intro for this week's episode. Pete, Timmy, and I have a real treat to share with everyone. We're coming off the coattails of the Uncle's Open Tournament, which is the longstanding tradition of the annual golf tournament, featuring the best golfers, young and old, that the O'Neill clan has to offer. Pete, Timmy, and I thought it could be really fun to actually record an episode during the tournament while everyone was up in Standish, Maine competing. So that's what we did. We set up our mics and our sound system at the kitchen table, lakeside by Sebago Lake, and we interviewed all the competitors. So we've got some awesome interviews to share with everybody. We've got some crazy personalities, some pretty crazy levels of confidence coming from people, um, but awesome nonetheless. We have recordings from after the first night of competition. So the tournament lasted Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And we got to hear from everybody after the first round of the tournament. So some great content to share. We're super excited to share with everyone. And without further ado, here's us. Give me the lumber. Hey, I think you want to hit the two iron, boss. Said I want the big dog. I know I hit it into the water. Well, why do they even have water if you're not supposed to hit it there? Because it's fun! We're having fun! It's supposed to be hard. If it wasn't hard, everyone would do it. The hard is what makes it great. Well, we're waiting. Welcome back to the Back T-Boys podcast. You've got all three Back T-Boys here in person. Fellas, how we doing? unbelievable timmy it's great to be with you guys as always fantastic we're in person which is pretty nice we're not just in person we are at the first night of the uncle's open the greatest weekend of the year uh and we are in the thick of it right now in the The, kitchen the only major tiger hasn't won true i mean we cover a lot of golf but this is the weekend out of the whole year all four majors aside this is the golf weekend for us and it is the only major Tigers never won. He is invited to try to win this. Oh, he has a standing invitation um, to our Jim to Nance our asked, but we turned him down because yeah, he no just Jim he's Nance. not nice enough. But oh, no. listeners, the Uncle's Open is the um, annual O'Neill family golf tournament, and it is a blast. And it's, it's every year just really fun. There's always a bunch of bunch of great golf a bunch of bad golf mostly bad mostly Mostly but there's a lot of a lot of drama to to ensue every year especially this year we have a lot of new entrants we've got we're coming off of covid there's a lot of energy and i should we walk the listeners through the format should we should we introduce a little bit yeah you want me to do i think there should be a disclaimer to start we are all together which is great but we thought the best way to approach this podcast that it is a family event was to be in the kitchen with cocktails with people cooking so there's going to be a lot of background noise yeah. but we're here to embrace it have, and just enjoy it tin and foil, uh, tin foil that's wrapping about, yeah there's steaks being flipped and sizzling on the grill yeah. yeah yeah we're in the kitchen we're in the, we're in the heat of it so so listeners let's let's introduce you to the the format a little bit it's a mean 18 format we have three days of golf we've got friday saturday and sunday this week We've got 18 that we just wrapped up today that we're looking forward to recap with you. Um, and then we've got 27 tomorrow and then 18 on Sunday. Uh, now, mean 18 means that you basically take your best score on every hole on the course. 
for for the entirety of the tournament. So say you have a four on Friday on the first hole, then if you make a five the second day and a six the third day, you still get to keep that four. So basically you take the best score you have on each hole and whatever your best 18 hole scores were, that's your that's your final. It's one of my favorite formats because oh, you can't go backwards. Oh, exactly. The, the best part is, too, everybody's all in about how it's three days. I'm going to win in two, which is going to be so walk, not so only walk historical. us through why, why two, Pete. What's up? Um, so I just started my professional career, which is already the worst. I'm two days in, and it's terrible. Investment banking, folks. Shout and, out uh, Citibank. And uh, to be Shout honest with you, I, I – uh, I, Really just put myself in a tough situation in which I couldn't play today. But I have um, a lot of people have my back in terms of thinking, knowing, not even thinking that I'm going to win. Mainly uh, Diane O'Neill. She knows I'm going to win. Tim's mom actually is right behind me and she knows that she I'm just, honestly the that front That wasn't runner. a nod of approval. That no, was well, she just shook her head. No, she, no, yeah. she, she knows I'm going to win. I don't know that you're her horse. Man. I think I'm I her just horse heard the words, are you crazy? No, I don't think that's what it was. I don't think that's we'll what it was. But around. in my, to my delight, I don't think anybody went low today. I think it's right for the picking tomorrow. How, how'd you guys play? I mean, the Woodlands isn't a course yeah, anyone really goes yeah. low on. So, so, yeah, but so, there were some excuses made. There were people apparently playing through. So, <laughs> so more background for our for our listeners here. So, we're reporting live from Standish, Maine, and we're playing this tournament in Falmouth, Maine, at the Woodlands Club. Um, one of the hardest in Maine, if not New England, if not the country. Very tough track. Uh, one of our favorites, and and always always a, a serious challenge for us when we visit. So, we're playing the Woodlands. Um, I I played. You know, here and there, I played okay today. I think the key to this format is you don't have to string together 18 holes in one day. It's about piecing together a few each day at the right times. And I, I think I set myself up for some success this weekend. We'll see. Timmy, Timmy, how'd you do? Uh, I struggle on the front, <clears throat> found it a little bit on the back. Um, but a little uncle's open his- history. Pete seems very confident. You think he would have won one before, right? I, Pete, um, I always lose track. Hugh, you have two, right? Yeah. Well, all right, first I have, of all, I have first two. of all, first Pete, of all, how many do you, championships do you? I've played in three of them because you oddly keep missing okay, them for okay. no reason. But like honestly, if you look at it, well, I guess my win percentage is zero. But your yeah, what, guys how many, are still very low. We, I mean, we, they're above zero. We asked, That's hold on. Fact. We asked a simple question. It was how many championships do you have? I don't have any. Okay, good. So <laughs> zero listeners. Uh, yeah, I have zero wins, but that's why this one's going to be historic because it's going to be, be in first. the least amount of holes. It's going to be the first. And Timmy and Hugh felt really good today. Timmy got lead tape on his driver as though he was Brooks Kepka feeling good. And I heard it was left all day. It so it's, it's, it's going to be a tough day. Grapevine. Yeah. That, that news traveled around the club. So maybe fast. take one sheet of tape off. And it'll start going it a little heavy? bit farther was right. It, it no, Timmy, I did not hit in the gym. What's going on? I didn't have my swing do until the back. Push, do a push-up before I the found team, it man. and started hitting the ball well. It's fine. Relax. I putted the lights out, which is not wow. usual for me. So my game was reversed. He putted the lights out. That doesn't I, sound like that made he, it does that, that means he made one three footer. No, that does not. I made everything I looked at. Wow. And we'll talk. We'll talk. We can talk a little bit more about it once my playing partners get on. Yeah. But we are going to hear uh, over the course of this episode from all the competitors um, in the Uncles Open. So it should be a really, really exciting episode. Yeah, we're um, we're thinking we we do some one on ones with each of the competitors throughout the weekend, and and compile sort of a recap for everybody so they can they can live the action just as we did. It's it's an awesome weekend. We're looking forward to it. There's a lot of 
fun and some serious drama ahead of us. So we're, we're stoked. And would love to hear from the listeners at the end, um, maybe before the end of the episode, who they think would, would win. Because we got a lot of characters and people playing and newbies and veterans. And we'll, we'll see what happens. Or I think we're going to release this after it's over. Yeah, so are we going to hear from them before the end of the episode? Well, I, didn't know where, I didn't know what the plan is. I'm never prepared. Pete didn't read the weekly memo that we sent out. Clearly doesn't understand how a podcast no. works either. I mean, podcast normally usually, podcasts are weekly, but Pete, we're you know, like every You know we're not weeks. live, right? Are we live right now? Is this live? <laughs> well, listeners, I hope you enjoy this. And there's going to be some, some great interviews in here. Enjoy. You're with us now. The one, the only BZ. How's it going? I am fantastic. I got to tell you, this is the highlight of my 2021 so far. <laughs> Sitting down with you guys. This is a dream come true. First time, long time. So let's get into it, boys. Yeah. A big, big back T boys fan on, on the pod right now. So it's great to have you with us, Bri. We're, uh, we're happy to be with you. To be honest, he was our first supporter. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was there the whole time. It's it's very obvious. I mean, you you guys are a total gold mine. You're so talented. And what you're doing is you're connecting a whole group of people from across the land on a very magical game. Bipartisan. It's just connecting people through golf. Inclusive. Yeah. It's everything that's great with America. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, But, Brian, we thought, you know, we wanted to get you on. We're going to ask a couple questions to different guys in the group and and the tournament this weekend but we just want to get you know what, what was the vibe today we had the first day of the tournament starting it off everyone has those first tee jitters what'd you think what'd you think your day today how would, how would you rate yourself one to ten listen i'll talk about myself here in a second but we got to set the stage i mean the day here was absolutely magical we're in southeastern maine 85 degrees, not a cloud in the sky, and we're playing the Woodlands. Ladies and gentlemen, the Woodlands is a beautiful club. <laughs> and today we were playing greens that were luscious. They were not too wet. No. You were able to drive the cart around, which for a guy who's constantly searching for his ball is very welcome. It was, listeners, it was 90 degree rule, but I didn't want to tell Brian that. So yes, we could, we were driving around. And I'll be honest, I wouldn't have even known what that meant. So it wouldn't have mattered. (laughs) It wouldn't have mattered. Right. But so beautiful day at the Woodlands. We're all together. We have almost the full group. We got my dad and Petey joining us tomorrow. So really great group. Um, My golf game was not anything special. Uh, the only thing consistent was the amount of eights I was putting on my scorecard. I was your scorekeeper today. There were, were the, a lot of were the beers cold. The beers were very cold. There it is. Okay, yep. so the beers were delicious. Um, given the kind of heat, uh, they were going down quicker than usual. And shout out to the lady at the turn. Delicious breakfast Great sandwiches. Yeah. Shout out sausage egg and cheese at the mm-hmm. turn. Highly recommend. Um, you had that first Bud Light. You were you were crushing the empty before your cart stopped at the tenth tee box. It was a I'm hot not day. It was a hot day. It, it was. You it know, was hot. Um, and again, uh, it was you know just perfect temperature, perfect conditions, great group to be with. Um, but as far as my game, you know, there were a couple things that came into play. I would say um, the, the Woodlands is a very tight course. The fairways are very narrow. And there's a lot of uh, searching for your ball if you're a beginner like me. I would say that uh, the short game, the, the greens were really fast. Like, we started playing, and they were slippery. Quick. I had a slippery. quick three-putt. Yeah, easy. I think we all three-putted that first hole. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but it was a good learning experience. Again, it's the first day of three. There's a lot of golf left to go. Love the attitude. Um, but, uh, 
But I also want to give a shout out Kirkland. If 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 anyone, wants. I was going to bring it up. Yeah. So I'm happy you did because I know that Buddy. they have a special place in your heart. So speak about it a little bit. So I, you know, I'm I'm a big outdoorsman. I spend way too much money on that gear. I'm starting to spend too much money on golf. My favorite gear to buy is the Kirkland golf ball. Over the hot dog. Well, I mean, let's the boar's head, the boar's head, the boar's head's hot dog. I want to be very clear here. A boar's head hot dog at one of our other favorite clubs, West Bay. That that's one of the best hot dogs in the world. Mm -hmm. Uh, A Kirkland hot dog sold exclusively at Costco. Again, you can't beat that. Like a tremendous hot dog. Um, Whether you buy it in store, you go home, make it at home. Like you're going to be really satisfied. But the golf balls, ladies and gentlemen, fantastic. I don't know the retail off the top of my head, but again, a very competitive price point. And I love the Costco golf balls. So they are probably the favorite thing in my bag. Um, other than that, the only thing I, I talk about my golf game today was the uh, the epic three-wood that Uncle Tim gave me, a little hand-me-down. That thing was, was finally coming into its own. I uh, felt really good about that. My irons were pathetic. I mean, I, I literally was playing knock hockey through the fairway <laughs> with my irons. So it was really, really embarrassing on that point. So I was happy with my drives. was happy with my putting. I had some putting that was, like, not at my level. It was a little bit better, and yeah. I was kind of surprising myself. Brian, I thought you had do, some great feel around the greens do you, today. Brian, I really do, thought that. Do you think the 200 golf balls that you hit in the 100-degree Atlanta heat the day before the tournament had any factor to do with your iron play? From a confidence level, yes. Because I did have some good rips on that day. And when I got to the... what They were really working out in Georgia. When I got to Maine, the old other side of the Appalachian Trail, not so much. Okay. My irons were not in a good spot. Um, so that's going to be something I'm going to work on tomorrow. I'm going to take a few less kind of rips from the driver off the tee box uh-huh. and i'm gonna slow it down like that play some irons off the tee wow. it's a simple game it's a yeah, simple be a game. little you more conservative i was I, I went out today i wanted john wayne it i yeah. wanted to be a cowboy mm-hmm. and listen brian as back to you boys ourselves we love to hear that love that attitude like yeah. we love that attitude but you're you're smart here you're recognizing okay this is the second of three days i gotta rein it in a bit and, and focus so that's good yeah, so I, again, want to want to focus a little bit more. Want to be a little competitive. Sorry, guys. There's a dog fighting there's right Willie. outside. <laughs> as, so. as we mentioned, we're we're live from the kitchen in Sebago Lake, so yeah. we've got an active environment here. Yeah. So there's Delmonico's on the grill. There's potatoes getting ready to be mashed. Like there's a really good scene oh, yeah. going on good right scene. now. I, I do think we do have to mention um, just a thank you to Brian for the merch. There's merch every year, and the hats we had made. At Brian's lead were unbelievable. Oh, so we yeah. got we got some imperial hats, snapback he's, he's hats, rocking one right now. Hats. Hashtag right not sponsored. Yeah, well, <laughs> should be sponsored. sponsored, and he's he's rocking we've it right now. Some, so it's we've, great. We've, we've thrown out Kirkland Imperial Boar's Head. I think the we've biggest thing is brands. Brian here. also shout out Anheuser Busch. Anheuser Busch, yeah. Cold, ice cold, ice Lice cold. Anheuser Busch looking for a sponsor. Hit us up. Yeah, exactly right. When's that Scott's money going to show up through the podcast? Um, we're working on it. Uh. Also, Scott's Miracle Grow, um, <laughs> feed your lawn. Um, big fans of a nice lush lawn. Yeah, take the plug, Bri. You yeah. got the mic, buddy. Use yeah. that. Use that Scott's plug. You know, just if uh, if Scott's does have any extra funds laying around and they don't want to support uh, a great podcast, like this is the one to go for. So exactly right. Appreciate this it. is it. Yeah. Unfortunately, the 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 
golf and agriculture business doesn't really like tend towards Scots, but they should. I just want to repeat, <laughs> they should. They should. That's where all the money is. Yeah, exactly. Love it. But no, it, uh, today was a great day. I can't tell you how much I appreciate being able to be part of this amazing podcast. This is my second favorite podcast after what's Joe. Your, second? What's your first? Well, I've been on Joe Rogan before. And, <laughs> um, just being You've on this. been like, on Joe Rogan? Yeah, I have. Um, a couple times. If you go way back. <laughs> do you eat elk meat and do DMT? What? Do you eat elk meat and do DMT? That's crazy, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but for real, you guys are doing an awesome thing. And, uh, you know, obviously as a older cousin um i'm so proud of what you guys are doing and and want you to keep it up and um you know let's just keep uh i don't know that was dumb i shouldn't have done that sorry (laughs) can i redo my ending yeah yeah is there anything else you want to say we're we're gonna cut it but we're not we're not gonna cut it go hi i'm brian downs i'd like to talk to you about my younger cousins they're doing a podcast no but for real um you guys are doing a great job thank you so much for letting me come on and, and talk to you it's been a big dream um i do want to get some more time though uh to talk about my golf lesson absolutely oh um, yeah we, we, we got two more days big well, yeah, well yeah but let's throw well, a teaser so, out so, so, so a quick teaser brian downs 20 Coach seconds Matt. go Shout out 20 Coach seconds Matt. 20 seconds teaser go my sweet brother who'll be on the podcast shortly bought me a golf lesson pre-covid uh i waited 18 months because i was paralyzed with fear because of the c19 and then when i went to renew the lesson not only not only did the gentleman try to not give me the lesson but when i did actually go meet him for the lesson he verbally abused me (laughs) and i cannot wait to tell you all about that story thank you we cannot wait to have you brian one of our favorites this weekend brian downs thanks for joining us great luck the rest of the week can't wait to be back boys thank you so much all right brian always Listeners, our next man up is the infamous Greg Lagarteria, the Asterix one-time winner, I think. He's he's suspectly won once, but I think self-acclaimed past champion of the Uncle's Open. We're glad to have him with us. I don't think he claims the one, though. Is he the one who doesn't claim it? No, he doesn't claim it. It was a suspect way. It was a suspect way. Yeah, just, he's, he's on the record saying wire to wire. That's his go-to term. So I think that just speaks to this man's humility and his personality. Uh, Dad, Greg Lagarteria, it's great to have you with us. Good I'm to glad see to be asked. Glad to be here. He is also but, the current leader after round one. Yeah, I think that needs to be yeah. spoken about. And, yeah, but allegedly he hit it in a divot and then made a nine. <laughs> so he thinks he should have a bigger lead. I, I don't know. What was working for you today? I just took it away smooth and finished fast and hit the ball. Fast. I hit the ball beautiful. I powered through the ball today. Interesting. Yep. Powered through. You had, you had quite the threesome. You had, you had big Tim O'Neill. You had historic Hugh O'Neill. How'd, right. you, how'd you manage those O'Neill brothers today? Well, I was angry. I played with, <laughs> I played with my uh, older brother-in-laws, and they, they don't like me much. They don't. It's you an wrote, adversarial. So you were four, riding by yourself It's today. an adversarial four hours, but I made the best of you it. You did. I had a good time. Now, you've spoken a bit about um, the three peat that you're you're so that we're all so so against. So so what are you putting towards your game this week to avoid that three peat? I mean, I don't think any of us want that to happen. I have such a deep love for my brother-in-law Tim O'Neill, but nobody else chooses to step up. Everybody loves him so deeply. I love him deeply, but I'm going to make sure he doesn't three peat. It's not going to happen. So so what's the game plan? The game plan is just. <laughs> <laughs> There's there's no game plan. What's the game? Seems to be a lack of specific. Like hopefully hit fairways over the next couple of days. I thought I played pretty well today. You I did. Found, I found something on the range. I had a couple of bad holes. I don't hit the ball very far. What I've done in my older ages, I'm I've clubbed up 
yeah. to where I need to be. We've worked on that. I, 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 yeah. I, I will say in your defense, you don't miss fairways. Right. You no, never miss fairways. A lot. And I've clubbed up. I'm using a hybrid as a wedge, and I'm getting to the flagstick. <laughs> so let's, so let's know, give everybody a, a benchmark here. So, so Dad, you're at 80, net 83? That's correct. I'm at okay, 83. Okay, so, so you're in the clubhouse after day one. It's Friday evening, and you're at net 83. We've got... Who's Uncle Tim you, at 87. Uncle Tim's at net 87. K Downs, 89. 89. I'm at 90. 90. It's a tight pack. I mean, Which is it's, a over. three handicap and 90 is yeah. not great net. Yeah, I don't mean not great. I, I agree with you there, Pete. Yeah. But that's, I never, never claimed it was good. <laughs> I don't know what was really just said. I'm just moving forward. I'm going from 83 to 73. You're, you're dropping this, this, this isn't even a tournament, and I'm going to win it going away. Wow. Going away. Folks, you heard it here first on the Back to Voice podcast. Do you think podcast. the Avo cigars are going to help or hurt tomorrow? I'm going to have an Avo cigar. I'm going to have a little, a little playing hole? card cigar. I've got, I've got uh, a son-in-law to be who picked up some stogies. I might have, uh, I'm going to have a couple of stogies tomorrow. And what's the brand again? Brand placement? Playing card cigar? Playing card cigar. Playing card, playing card cigar. cigar. If you're going to light it From up, Saga's make Mass- it a playing Saga. card. Saga. 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 Hashtag, Hashtag not sponsored. Hashtag not sponsored. Yeah. What are we drinking there tonight? Chief? I've got my. I've got my. Uh, I've got a little uh, gin and tonic going. Ooh. You got oh, ice yeah. in there? Is that choked? It's choked big. Nice <laughs> big choke. So, uh, question before we lose you. So you're the leader. We got to know what was working today. Do you have one shot that really stuck out to you as as a defining moment? A big putt, a big slider you made. A big T-ball you made. Um, it was the misses I had. I thought I played great with the score I shot. Um, there was a par three hole that I that I was in between clubs, and I threw the ball right at the hole, and it caught the top of the trap and was only five feet away from the flag stick. The same thing was true on 15, the par five. I had a beautiful third shot, and it caught the very top of the hill, and I had an awkward shot, and it, it led to a triple bogey. But I'm playing good golf. The misses were small, That's good and I could have gone low. So that's, I mean, folks, if you could wrap up the woodlands in a bow, it's about controlling those misses. If you can keep your your misses in the wickets, that's how you win this championship. So it's good to see that Greg Lagateri is doing that And right if, now. if Greg Lagateri wins the tournament, he's going to start his own podcast, probably called The Winning, and just talk about the victory forever. So it's kind of a catch-22 for the listeners and for Gigi, everybody what here. would an Uncle's Open win without an asterisk mean to you? I can't even. I, I, I can't. I'd, I'd, I'd grab my beautiful sister-in-law and squeeze it until she popped. <laughs> Greg Lag, thanks for coming on. Glad to be Good here, to boys. Talk Good to luck. You. We'll talk to you later this week. Bye-bye. Take care. So now our next guest didn't play today, but is a life coach for many of us, Brian Down Sr. We heard from his son, who's at the number one Kirkland representative, and now we have Uncle Brian. Uncle Brian, welcome. Hey, thanks, guys. Really appreciate it. <laughs> Returning after... A 10-year hiatus? He hasn't played in 10 years. Minimum of a decade. Minimum. <laughs> Minimum. But, but, uh, but multi-time winner. Oh, my God. I got plaques hanging all over my house. You don't know what to do with them. You're selling them on Facebook Marketplace. Well, some of the other uncles want them, and I'd, I'd sell them to them if they wanted. But well, let, let's back up a little here for a minute. I, I, I can't imagine. I'm sitting at this table with these wonderful men with this Back Tea Boys podcast. And I think your audience needs to have a little more color of where you guys have been, what you're doing, and where you're going. Now, as your uncle, I mean, I've been around since the beginning. When I say the beginning, I'm talking about, you know, 
you guys poop in little Titleist turds in your diapers, <laughs> and I was there. I'm telling you. And, 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 and coming up through the ranks here, and, uh, you know, we got Tim over here. And as a young little boy, all I remember was, you know, kid, big, you know, small little guy. And all of a sudden he started growing up. And now, you know, I got to tell your audience, I mean, this guy is eye level with, 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 with. Giannis. Giannis. I mean, he's, he's just a massive, massive dude. Very, uh, intellectual, uh, political based kind of guy. Big wig in Washington, D.C. Then we got Hugh, you know, sweet baby Hugh. He always laid back. <laughs> he was always the one who was watching everyone else, making sure that he didn't get in trouble by watching his brother Pete and, and the things that Pete would do. Now, as we know, when Pete used to go when he was a little kid, he, he would, would go. Go. <laughs> he would have, all of a sudden, everyone would just be hanging out, and all of a sudden, something would go wrong. Something would go wrong. Who gave this guy a mic? <laughs> and you would see Pete's eyes. And for your audience who's, you know, a little older, my age and such, you would, you know, it'd be that Jack Nicholas type of. Shining movie where his eyes just before he busted through, and then he would go. He would go. He means throw up. He would throw up. Yeah. He would storm up the stairs, and we'd all say, Shh, don't say anything. Don't say anything. He's like a volcano. You don't exactly. want to make him What yeah. does this have to do with my golf game? Well, it's just your temperament at times. <laughs> You're right. How you speaks have, no, to the fact you how, haven't won before. How you have matured over time. Oh, you have matured over time. I played golf with you last month, and if you hit a, sh a poor shot, you're like, oh, okay, Uncle P, no problem, no problem. <laughs> and I look at you at this wonderful man, now in his 20s, big finance guy in Manhattan. I'm like, wow. It's unbelievable how all of you have matured. It's just great. I, 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 I love you. Quite it, the Uncle B. And I'm happy too. to be that back. Was, you know what, Uncle B? That's a... I'm happy that to was, be back. Yeah. I think we so got anyway, to replace our intro video with that. We're kicking Brian's interview. I've, you take the cake. I felt that I felt that your audience needed a little more background about you guys. About how and, great we were as kids. Yeah. I'll and, take it. And how you have moved up through the ranks and So, now, question yeah. for you. Go for it. Uh, you, and again, it sounds like you've lost track at this point. How many have you won? Three? <laughs> he's checking his phone. He's he's always on. He's working, folks. Three it's Friday four. night. He's working. Three, three or, or four. Three or You're four. You're a three or four time winner. There was, a, there was a time when I almost needed more wall space. But right. then I backed off a little because, right. you know, it's interesting. My boys weren't into golf and, and I started having other interests. And, um, you know, I, it, uh, I just backed off for a while. But I'm back. 15, You're back. 15 you, years later. And being back, so your well, boy. It's changed. It's so, changed. so it's changed. Let's talk about it. There's a lot we can cover. You've got two sons here playing. One of them is first time ever. One of them is second year. What what knowledge do you have about winning this tournament that you think you could pass on to them that they really need to hear to really make a move here? I, I really don't think I can give any advice to Brian. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think it's all Golden Cup? I, I, well, I think he's Kevin, in third. Kevin has more of the, the the slaps, shot, hockey, choppy swing like I have. That in the end kind of works. It kind of works. It's it keeps it down. It keeps it within the buoys, and um, keeps it low to the ground. 
So I, I love my son, Brian, but I, I just don't think that I can even give him any advice to, you know. The best part of this is Brian is in the background just oh. in awe, to be honest. He's on the shock. phone with Kirkland signing yeah. his, yeah. Yeah. Signing his, deal. Yeah. his yeah. deal. Right. But uh, I think Kevin has potential. I think okay. he does. But uh, you got to stay cool. Second in, you know, second day. If you're scraping on the third day. It's, so no, it's so Uncle Brian, I'm with you. I'm only... Tomorrow's my first day. Yeah. Do you think we have an advantage only playing two days? I think there's a little bit of we're not going to get tired. Some people are a little going to be golfed out. That's an insane That quest. is the weirdest take I've ever heard. I think we got it, Uncle B. <sighs> That's a spin. That's yeah, a spin I, zone. You just got to come out strong. Pete, no fake news is allowed on the back yeah. team. You, you, you just got to come out strong. See, he can't, see, Uncle Brian can't even agree with <laughs> Pete. It's like, no, Pete, no, that's no, a ridiculous no. thing to say. I think, I think we got an opportunity. Are we paired up tomorrow? Uh, maybe Big we time. Should. We should Big be, time, we are. We should be paired up. Who are you guys so, playing with? Uh, it's us and Uncle Hugh. Okay. Uncle okay. Hubie. Who also has never won. So Uncle Bri can give us some advice on how to True, how to, two how people to, have never won. How to win it, yeah. Uncle Bri, have you played have you played the Woodlands? I did. A couple a, times. A yeah. couple With me. times. Yeah, a couple times. And years ago, uh, I played some corporate golf up there um, with a company I did business with. I, I introduced uh, Uncle Billy to uh, the Woodlands. And, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's not a forgiving course. Oh, no. It, 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 gives, it, it gives you nothing but oh, double bogeys. Oh, boy. It will eat you alive. Yeah. I what think it, the back nine is harder than the who, – who's saying that the front – I think the front nine's harder, for I sure. Agree. I like shot a 48 or a 47 on the front nine. I haven't played in a decade. <laughs> but then and I that's why he has four, the, folks. That's, that's why, why he's got four. Yeah. I imploded on and the back nine. And he's asking for 35 strokes. That is, that is a big thing. Uncle Brian Let's was talk handicap. Let's talk strokes. handicap. For I a want second. a stroke on each hole and two strokes on par threes. <laughs> so, for context, two strokes on par threes? <laughs> yeah. They seem to be a little harder, you know, the traps. I'm not a big sand guy. I have problems there. <laughs> You're also starting with a, with an iron in your hand instead of a driver. Well, we'll see. No, where he's good. We'll see where the pin, steady Eddie off the tee. We'll see where the pin placement is. Whether I'm using a driver. Or so, <laughs> Uncle Bri, before we let you go, yeah. what is going to be working for you tomorrow? I know you I'm, had issues I'm with every view with, with putting. <laughs> no, the, no, you, no. Were, you were in between putters, the mallet, the blade putter. We okay. were trying to figure it out. There's two things here, gentlemen. Back 20 years ago, when I participated in this. I didn't have, I had three children, wife at the time who really wasn't working. I had, you know, I had a lot of expenses. So I had the pressure. The wife that, wasn't working or no, she wasn't working? She, she wasn't. wasn't. Oh, no. You're on. She was working as a wife. Yeah, yeah, okay. just, I'm just making sure know, for the list. I know. Healthy marriage. In Healthy 2021, marriage. that's flipping. But she was, right. she was, she was Her doing. Her job was taking care of the job. Okay, yeah, okay. My point is this, gentlemen, is that I, I didn't have a really any kind of extra shekels to be playing golf and so i had the extra pressure of i needed to win this thing because yeah. back then if you won it you didn't have to pay <laughs> that's still true i don't know if you so, knew that still true although my daughter's getting married within three weeks and and i you know mary and i have finally put a couple of shekels together and i don't have that pressure i can actually pay for this event <laughs> So having that, I don't have that anxiety. Right, that's huge. So that's huge. Okay. And the second thing is just as an older man, 
I'm, I'm more in control. My medication is working. <laughs> I swing softer. And uh, those, those components together put me at least middle of the pack, if not on the top or you, you uh, swung the, me on you the swung top me. one third. I'm Team the, Uncle B. Final <laughs> final prediction after tomorrow's rounds. Where are you headed into Sunday? I'll be ahead of your father. He's gonna melt like a snowball. Oh, <laughs> there it is. Heard it here first. <laughs> Ryan Uncle down. B. Thank thanks, right, thanks for coming on. It's great. I love you all. Bye bye. We're here with Michael. Where is my baby? Doing it. The one-time champion is here with us. Mike, you won on your first first ever attempt. Asterix win. Wow, whoa. Asterix win. Hi, uh, Mike here, Pete. Uh, let me clarify that Asterix. Um, you're right. You were coming down the stretch. You were about 160 yards out from the green, and uh, you hit the best golf shot I've ever seen in my life until it hit the sprinkler head. And then bounced into the water. Is that correct? Yeah. I mean, yeah. to be honest, this is going to be controversial. Yeah. Pete died design. Poor design. Poor Pete died doesn't design the sprinkler head. Yeah. No, but no, he designed the course. Pete, you also still made triple. Yeah. That was your second shot. It bounced in the water and still, yeah, no, you I just did. had to yep. cut a yep. triple. Yep. Ladies yep. and gentlemen, yep. that was in 2014. Yeah. And uh, Pete is still reeling. It was Reeling. the closest I've been. Yeah. It's the closest yeah. he's been. That's yeah. the issue, Michael, is it's the closest he's ever been. Mike, we do have a few first-time participants this year. Yes. Do you have any advice on how um, those those first-timers might win, as you, as you did? And the Uncle's Open, almost, I'd say, is harder to win on your first attempt than the Masters, either. I mean, I, I, are there any first-time Masters One. winners? Yeah, there's a couple. A couple, okay. Uh, Fuzzy Zeller, I think. That's a good. That's a good reference, <clears throat> Michael. What do you got? I mean, every day. I mean, especially at the Woodlands. So when I won it, it was at the West Bay Club, which is an easier golf course, in my opinion. But still tough. Still don't, tough. don't sell yourself short. You know, still tough. It was yeah. still very tough. Water everywhere. But at the Woodlands, if you're long, if you're left, if you're right, if you're short, your ball's gone. Yeah. You're reteeing three all the time. Um, I mean, advice, I mean, just keep the ball in play. Whatever you have to do, if you have to hit a seven iron off of a, off of a par five. Hit the fairway. Just keep it in play. And keep yourself mentally in it and know everyone yeah. else is, is pulling their hair out at this course. Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. Hardest golf course I've ever played. So what would, as, as, a, as a West Bay champion and, and someone who's, who's grinded through Woodlands so many years, what would a championship at the Woodlands mean to you? It would mean everything. Everything? Literally yes. everything? It would mean everything, and I'll tell you why. Uh, the West Bay flag looks great on the wall. Um, I don't know anything about the uh, NFL, and I happened to one year win the uh, O NFL. Did you? You won, Martin. No, you didn't. Timmy, did, you yeah. won fantasy football? Yes, yeah. that's correct. And to win a Woodlands, it would basically be like the trifecta of the O'Neill family events. That's and, actually um, accurate. Yeah. I don't have a ONFL yet. I have, and, I have the uh, trifecta. I, I, I choked. I was the first trifecta. Continue. I choked. <laughs> you know, and, and for me, it would be huge because that's the last missing piece to the oh, O'Neill. It's tough. I don't want anything huh? until you can cement yourself as yeah a, a serious player in the O'Neill competition. I, I mean, yeah. correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think anybody's won a West Bay Woodlands and the fantasy football. 
I didn't win at West Bay. I blew it last year. Like, oh, you did it. choke. You, did you also choke. blew it the year I won too. So I mean, that would put me in the no, O'Neill family Guinness Book of World Records. I won. It, I won twice. Yeah, it would. it would. So all you need is a Woodlands Championship. That's it. So, wow. so, Michael, so, in, in, in thinking about your own game, what's standing between you and a Woodlands Championship? Thinking about your next two days of golf, what what needs to happen? I don't know if we have enough time to talk about <laughs> so, it here on this podcast, but. Um, you know, if I could summarize my game today, I've never hit as many fairways ever at the Woodlands as I did today. Which is 90% of the problem. Which was, yes. Not 90% of the, the difficulty. I, I had yeah. some difficulties yeah. Yeah. on my Same second thing. shots, the approaches to the Woodlands greens. So if I can hone in on the approaches tomorrow, um, I think I'm a contender. Can I can I reference, this is kind of mean, but can I reference one one episode on the course today on, on number six yeah um i mean you know i could talk about it too um, yeah i hit a drive you, like, yeah please Let walk him, please, him please walk our, our, our listeners so i, I hit a drive down the center of the fairway um i don't think it could have gone any further for my abilities it's a pepper um, grinder in the back if anybody's want to i then hit black a, and decker i then hit a no four sponsor. iron about 210 yards down the center of the fairway. Um, I had about 127 yards into the green, and um, I shanked one right. Six iron? Uh, no, wedge. a pitching wedge. Oh, okay. uh, a pitching wedge shank, folks. Pitching oh, wedge continue, shank. Continue, Mike. Uh, went like, you know, 90 degrees off the tangent right OB. Uh, so I had to reload right from the fairway. And, Which is uh, tough. Yeah, that was tough. When you can see the, the grain of the green yeah. from where you have to re-hit from, it, that's a difficult it, it was position a, to be. You're talking a big game here, and it was a bad You're talking game. a big game here, Hugh. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I, I stepped back, dropped the ball, put it down, uh, realigned myself, and then I hooked one. <laughs> Wait, so you right shanked OB. one, and oh, then the direct and option, one you just... Basically, shanked one left. Correct. Yeah. Wait, how did you come back from this? Like, how did you keep playing? Did, please tell me you just took an axe. I took, you took an axe. Okay. That was the first. Well, you know what? That's the respectable. You yeah. fell on your sword. I did. You yeah. fell on your sword. And to be honest with you, you know, Pro V's are going up. So are tailor-made TP5Xs. And um, to lose three on a hole just would have been. I mean, that's a twenty. Did you go all beyond the tee? No, 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 no. He said if he had lost, if, oh, he, had, oh, if oh, he had shanked, if he had shanked his third pitching okay, match, okay, yeah. if he had done it thrice, still not great, but okay. <laughs> and and you know it was one of those scenarios where on the range, I mean, I was hitting a wedge, they were feeling good. Oh, I mean, it wasn't even going anywhere near right or left. It was going right at the pin. Yeah, I mean, Mike, you were my car partner today, and I like we had a, a lovely day, and and on the whole, I don't think. That description Blender. is your indicative of your play today. I think you hit the ball pretty well. No, there was one hole. I think it was the uh, fifth hole, part three. Let's pop. Let's pop. Let's blender. <laughs> you said, quote unquote. So, Michael, I, I mean, we'd be remiss here if we didn't bring up some um, some past some past history from the Uncle's Open. There's there's a there's a some folklore in in the Uncle's Open archives about 2014. The year was it the year you won? Am I right? That's correct. Yeah. And and there was a tradition with when the newbie enters the tournament, you just really need to get them super, super. No, they have a lot of fun. They have a lot, they have of, a lot fun. of fun. They have a lot, a lot of fun. family show. We're family a family show. show. Were you have um, so much and fun? we had we had a, uh, a particular trip to the Ruth Chris where you had a a, a, a good a, amount of fun. A glass of wine or two. Can you walk us through that a bit? I can. Yeah. Um, 
So I had the privilege to be sitting next to the tournament host, uh, Mr. Tim O'Neill. And um, I'd never been to a Ruth's Chris before. I didn't know what to expect. Phenomenal, phenomenal steakhouse. But um, what I recall was that I was sitting, I believe, to his left. It just seemed like bottles of wine. Well, the Italian coming, stallion coming, orders them, yeah. And coming and coming. Endless. And basically he would say, Mikey, you know, you, your glass is empty. And he would fill mine up and he'd fill his up and then fill mine up and fill his up. Um, and know, that's I, how it went. After about three hours of dinner, you know, it was, it was a lot well, of wine. I mean, the silver lining is you won. So there's that. I did. Was this after the first night? Do you remember? I don't it wasn't recall. going into the final day, I don't no, think. No, it wasn't the final day. It might have been the final day. I don't remember. No, I, th- I think it was the first night. No, no, no. It was the first yeah, night the because first night. I was going to leave early, yeah, and we changed up. our flights Correct. because I was in contention and choked. Choked. Yeah. choked. So I had we to do a whole a segment full, on that. full round of golf. Um, I mean, your lips were purple. Bright purple. Bright Do you want to, you know what? Yeah. I'm not going to let you just throw him under the bus. Do you want to talk about all the different rounds that you've played with him and sitting at the table we're currently sitting at in purple lips? Guess what? If I have the privilege to be in the lead where where the the other competitors want to get me so inebriated that I, I can't play well the next day, I'm happy to, to speak to that because you've never been in that position where people want you to fail the next Rude day. Rude house. Uh, I have been. I was underage at that one point. And yeah, we were trying to fill on, We were trying to get him a sugar high with Skittles and, uh, and Sour Patch Kids. It's the best we could do. Michael, it was great to have you on. We appreciate you sitting down with us, and you know we think you've got as good a chance as anyone this weekend. So we'll be following closely. Good luck the rest of the weekend. Thanks for the chat, and uh, good luck this week. All right, Mike. Talk soon. Well, folks, we have a very special guest with us right now. We have Mr. William Connor Contento, first time. Uncle Open participant and uh, future brother-in-law and future brother-in-law for for Peter and myself. We're very excited to have you with us. Will. Wait, can you guys ha- can you say that again? I don't want to. I know we're no. good. We're nope. good there. You get one. You got one shot and you missed it. <laughs> Happy to be here, future brother-in-laws and uh, Big Timbo to my left. What's up, Will? How Quite the crew doing? we got with us. So uh, you got the, you got the first uncles open. You got the first back tee boys appearance for yourself. How you feeling? How's the weekend week, going? Big weekend for Will. Uh, you know, yeah. yeah, it's obviously a lot of craziness going on. Um, excited to be here i think uh you know part of me is uh you know i hear all about this woodlands course and and uh making the trek up here with uh greggy lag and uh the woodlands uh you know took care of me today that's it for sure <laughs> it uh do you care to elaborate or you want to leave no, that No, we're alone? not going to mention numbers specifically, but okay. uh, I, I am... Uh, they were pretty curved. They were a lot of curves. <laughs> yeah, correct. Yeah, I, I'm uh, certain I was one, for starters, I wasn't a back tee boy today. Okay. Because uh, I, quite frankly, I am not a back tee boy. You were a front tee boy today. I was a front tee boy today. But, uh, you know, enjoyed it. Had some fun. And, you know, the course uh, certainly uh, beat up Will Contento. But, uh, you know, we're going to move on to day two. What do you think, Will? Uh, we like that attitude. you got to keep moving forward. What do right. you think? You know, there's a lot of build-up to this tournament. You've known about this tournament for a while. You just proposed to our sister. Good on you. Congratulations for doing that. Good call. Mm. And that got you into this tournament, you know, by, by marrying into the family. You get into Was that tournament. your justification it takes for a proposing? Rank. <laughs> it takes a rank. Well, yeah, I mean, there's golf. a lot of things that go into it, guys, obviously, right? I mean, you think you go through the, you know, you go through the thought process. You're thinking, you know, family. You're thinking golf. Was it like and- 90% 
our sister or was it like 90% golf, like 10% our sister? I mean, back tee boys played a huge role Thanks. in this. Yeah. 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 You know what? So, we're you know, we're, we knew that again, was true. We just needed to hear it. We're not That's talking we scores hear. once again, right? And I, I didn't, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm not a true back tee boy. Right. I'm happy to be here. But a big part of it for me was definitely, uh, you know, golf was a, a big decision in the uh, yeah. in the play. And hopefully my... Future you know fiance Mary isn't listening, but I golf is a big, big role it. in it. So. And we want you to know, like the back tee boys lifestyle doesn't come through on the scorecard; it comes through in between the ears. So, so I you mean, have you the got mentality it. You got of that. Yeah, you got it. I just yeah. want to point one thing out before we get started. So I actually played with uh, Big Timbo to my left here, and it's kind of interesting going around nine. And I know you guys had the big podcast about you know what you get around the bend. Oh, and I figured oh. I kind of. Attack this right away. Listen, you know, know, just, Tim is turning away. The floor is yours. Kind of interesting. Yeah, I mean, I heard all about Miller Lights and transfusions, and I think I he kid, said, uh, I uh, "Hang on, no, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, and then we're going to open the floor up." He goes, "Will, did you see that lady with the fruit cup?" And I said, "Fruit cup." And sure enough, what did Tim grab? The first thing he grabbed at the snack shack. A fruit cup. You know what, Timmy? Don't even ask you. Don't you dare. Nope. I see you leaning nope. towards the mic. So hang on. You talked about Miller Lights, chicken salad, hot dogs, Kit Kats, and you went for the goddamn cantaloupe and honeydew. And it wasn't pineapple? even. It wasn't even strawberries and blueberries. Okay. It wasn't even good fruit. Oh, it wasn't even good miscellaneous fruit. <laughs> at first turn. Off, first off, I get to defend myself. Here. No, you don't. Not yet. Not, not yet. You not don't. yet. It's what? now your turn to speak. Honeydew. Is terrible. Oh, that's you're, like you're that's, just that's a red down. You're just doubling down. So, hold on, that's, I'm going to address it. You're doubling down. The fruit cup was incredibly refreshing. Oh, I stand Timmy. by my decision to get it. It was a hot day. It was incredibly fresh. And I will say, Will's Will also got one. I got the fruit salad. That's what I got. So what happened? You got the fruit cup. Lettuce. I got the fruit no, salad. No, we got the exact same thing. It's just a bigger I just fruit got, cup. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, what a fruit yeah, salad. Yeah, hang on, time on, We got the exact same thing. Will got we, an XL expe- fruit cup. We expect it from Will. Like that, we knew. Guys, right. But as a back T boy who has had a podcast about what he gets at the turn and talking a big game and asking us about cocktails at the turn and beers at the turn, and you get pineapple. Pineapple's delicious. Peaches and grapes. I wish there were and peaches. Strawberries at the turn. What are you doing, man? So it, I thought it was. I thought it was great. It I, was. It was not. I stand great. By, it was the wrong call. Do I have to get the same thing at the turn every day? Do no. I have to. No. Get a Bud Light instead of a Miller Light. I usually get Bud Light. <clears throat> Can I chime in here? Yes. Of course. So floor is granted, I I did. We yes. I confess, I did get the fruit salad along with Timmy. It was delicious. I also got two high noons, and he got zero cocktails. Oh, I got oh, two vitamin Timmy. waters. Timmy. Two vitamin. That's what we call low noons. Timmy, right do me there. a favor. Unplug the mic. Take a lap around the house and come back and. So how did? In. So how did? Let's. How did your play? Yes. How did? How was your play on the back nine compared to Tim's? Based Actually, on what I you got, I, I've already heard this. I don't want him to answer the question. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Might, no, hang on. Don't answer yeah. this question. Yeah. 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 I will. Yeah. Yeah. Big and now up. for a commercial break, brought to you by Kirkland Golf Balls. <laughs> if yeah. you want them straight, if you want them long, go Kirkland. <laughs> well, we did enjoy the back nine, and and Timmy definitely did pick it up on the back nine, which is you know, hey, well, hey, again, you, give him credit. The main story is that Timmy just. Timmy just didn't live up to the brand, which is totally fine. Pete, you had right. to bail on golf today for work. You're not allowed to go after anybody. Ooh, I have a profession. So do I, and I played golf. So did Huey. So did literally did you everyone. Play well? This will spiral. I would like but, to talk but, to. I would like to talk yeah, to our we'll, guest we'll right now. We'll switch. You guys can. All right. Well, how about this? Locker room. What, what tomorrow? I know today was rough. It was your first Uncle's <laughs> Open round ever. 
Yep. What tomorrow do you need to do to perform or take hold of the lead? I mean, the format allows you to obviously, everybody's in play here. I think, you know, you heard my future father-in-law, Greggy Lag, stepping up here like he shot a 62 today. And there's a lot of golf to be played. So, you know, for me, it's, uh, as you guys you know, even uh, Uncle Tim had heard me with the, uh, you know, the divots I was taking out. He said it sounded like a uh, somebody was doing excavation work at the driving range, which is 100% accurate. I go hard, I swing hard, and it doesn't always come flush, but I take a lot of ground with it as I go. So, so I, I saw a good. divot on the second hole from Wilkinson. You know what? At least he knows. That there has at never been a bigger divot. I don't. I, you know, I I leave it all out there. You and, do. And if it if it catches some ground, it's going to go as far as it possibly can with the ground going with it. So, so if, if one thing needs to click for you over the next two days to win this championship what is that one take thing? less dirt yeah that's one um <laughs> i would say you know the golf course is it, it's overwhelming it's a, it's a tough track and for me i just gotta you know lighten up i mean i've never been played at a golf course where i actually may be like putting the driver back in the bag to just try to keep things straight and yeah. play i heard somebody say in between the buoys i think that was uncle brian yeah. saying Keeping the balls Keeping in between the buoys, the buoys yeah. which I, I love that. I, I like love. in between the wickets, but yeah, similar. In between the wickets works well. He's a boating well. guy. He's so a boating guy. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I think it I'm might a be. Botch, uh, croquet guy. Yeah, it might be more of a hybrid, low iron type of, you know, that's, it's, once again, I probably. <laughs> I think I probably lost about 10 golf balls today in 18 holes. So got to keep it in check and just try to keep it straight and, and maybe a little bit more of old man golf tomorrow. Okay. So. I mean, it worked for Greg Lag. I mean, he said he didn't lose a golf ball today. To not lose a golf ball at the Woodlands is impressive stuff. Right. He might have also forgotten balls he lost. True. But, but we got to let it go. He's, he's old. Big time. And, well, uh, Will, any stellar shots today that, that really stuck with you or, or stellarly awful? Shots that really stuck. With I got you. a lot of help from the trees, good and bad. Okay. Um, I'll be completely honest. The woodlands kicked my butt today, yeah. and I didn't have a lot of stellar shots. But <laughs> I've got a lo- lot of room for growth tomorrow, um, and I'm excited for it. I think it, once again, I think uh, you know the uh, what do we call it? The third third team coming out. I think it'll be a little fun tomorrow. I think I think we can end on this. I heard you have quite the outfits coming i do yeah you I don't got, have to divulge but just maybe a little teaser a teaser for the folks yeah just I've, got a, I've got a ben hogan signature hat coming out for the saturday rounds whoa um, whoa it's wow. it's decked out it totally doesn't match my entire outfit so That's it's gonna fine. be pretty ridiculous wow. um i think we're gonna have some fun i think it's you know i, I for those of you that have played with me i like to go out have fun you know be an idiot like i usually am but Sure. Tomorrow, sure. I got to add more energy. I felt like I was a little, you know, down yeah. the dumps and some yeah, yeah, yeah. Low Our, yeah, low energy. We had a low wow. energy group today. We were struggling for a few <laughs> holes. I think, I think, uh, you know, I got to provide that spark and bring a little <laughs> bit of, uh, you know, charismatic to energy to that uh, to the group. So love it. Well, yeah. all right, we'll leave the listeners with this. Where are you this time tomorrow? So right now, I'm currently, like I said, backstage, third group. Um, I think I'm gonna have a pretty good day. I think I'm gonna. I, I think I'm gonna dent. You know, like I'm not gonna repeat my score, but I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna take it down about eight to ten strokes tomorrow. Are you Are you top four tomorrow? Or are you Are you in the top group headed in? Oh, sorry, headed into Sunday. Are you Are you in the top group? Who's in first again? We got Greg. Lang. Uh, uh, I'll be okay. Wow. Well, contento. Always a pleasure. Thanks, my man. Good luck, Thanks, the rest hey, of the week. Will. gentlemen. Luck. Appreciate all you do. Thank you. All right. All right, listeners. This might be the most special guest of the night. Everybody's heard of Jack Nicholas, the golden bear. We have the golden cub, the Kirkland brand. 
of the Golden Bear, Kevin Downs. Welcome. How are you, Kev? I'm doing nice well, to have guys. You. It's an honor to be here. You look good here, Kevin. It's nice to have you on. I know we've been hoping to get you on the pod for a while. So we uh, we know this is your first ever Uncle's Open. We're curious. Let's get the, the first reactions after day one. It's been a ride. It's It's been a, a definitely a whirlwind of emotion. I came in feeling uh, pretty strong. Um, been playing a little bit of golf and uh, thought I should throw my hat in the ring. So can we talk about... I mean, we can talk about it later, but the fact that I'm just going to jump right into it. You started a handicap, which is great. It's an unbelievable start. The issue we had last night was you didn't know it was a public figure. Yeah, I thought I had to, you know, accept a friend request so someone could look at my information. So it's like Facebook type thing? Yeah, I just thought it was a kind of a personal thing. And, you know, you choose to share what you like and... uh promote to the public what you think is appropriate and uh to to show up and to have my my gin score just right on the table for everyone to see was you know it's my it's a lot it's, it, it's a lot yeah. revealing it's revealing it's yeah. like your social your social uh, sitting yeah. on the, on the what table el- what other information right. do you guys have about, right you know? exactly a lot all of it we have a, a lot. lot as back a to lot. Boys, we have all of it so kevin you 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 had quite the, the bravado last night, I have to say. You, you were coming in confident, and frankly, I, I, I respected that. I think coming in as a newbie, confident is very impressive. How would you say your play held up to that confidence today? How, how, do you think you matched what you brought last night? Well, I think we got to take a step back because uh, over July 4th, we played, I played the Woodlands for the first time. Okay. And uh, – I wouldn't say that I went into the the round with the respect that I think the Woodlands requires. I went in there coming in after playing some muni courses, drinking 15 beers with the boys, and uh, smacking the ball around. And I came into the Woodlands, and the Woodlands smacked me around. So I didn't quite give the course the respect it needed. But uh, leading up to this weekend, knowing that there was going to be some action and, and some uh, some serious competition, well, the main thing was I got to respect this course. And I got to come into it knowing that it, it could smack me around at any second. So you take an extra second with your club selection. You take an extra second with your lineup. And uh, I was playing pretty well through the first six to seven holes. And we had a little hiccup um, with some rather aggressive, aggressive golfers yeah. trying to, to play yeah, through. Yeah, commandeer the, the tee sheet. Yeah, yeah I, you know, it, I've played golf for, for a few years. And to see that type of behavior on the golf course was a bit startling. Um, but we played through it. So I guess the, the moral of the story is is you got to give the Woodlands the respect it needed. So I, I feel pretty good going into day two. From what I hear from you guys, it's yeah. uh, it's it's anybody's it's game. It's a three day event. It's I mean, anybody's game, and uh, tomorrow is where you separate the uh, the men from the boys. We we didn't really talk to your brother about it, but we know he got new clubs. You got a whole new set and fresh in the bag since yesterday was a putter. Now I may have been. Can you can you talk? You were duped about your clubs. May have been duped. Uh, on my my clubs. one thing I I think is the right time to bring it up is you bought a whole new set of clubs. Your pitching wedge doesn't match the set that you purchased. Well, that's where the dupe comes in. Okay, well, <laughs> is, please it a, is it a lefty club? No, it's a, it? so he bought AP2 irons, and it's a Cleveland 1973 pitching wedge. 
but go ahead. Does just fine. No, it does just fine. But I'm just so wondering. I go, I go and get kind of semi fitted for clubs. Golf Galaxy. Walk in, no appointment. The guy is like, dude, we're like three weeks backed up. We need an appointment. And I said, could you just take a look at my swing (laughs) and let me hit a few balls against the screen and let me know kind of where where you're at. And he said, well, your swing speed is about 480 miles an hour. (laughs) So you need a stiff shaft. So start there. Um, So he said, look for a stiff shaft. I hit a couple clubs in the golf galaxy. And uh, he said, here, we're low on inventory, but take a look. Look on Craigslist, Facebook Marketplace for, you know, some use sets. So I go on, I look for some use sets, and I, I find this set of AP2s, which was one of the, the brands that he... Very had. nice clubs. Yeah. So pictures on Facebook Marketplace look good. Description looks good. S- little little scared about the whole Facebook market. You were texting us about it, right? Yeah. yeah you wanted you know, some reassurance. Yeah. yeah. What yeah. you know, how do these look, how yeah. do the grips look, the whole thing. So I find this set, I'm feeling pretty good about it. And uh shipped them to me. I open the set and uh it's a four through nine. And I go back on the listing, I'm like, I'm pretty sure that it was supposed to be a four through pitching wedge. And um, so I go back to the listing and the pictures show a four through nine iron, but the detailed description shows a uh, four through P. Wasn't the seller a man of God as well? He's a pastor in Tennessee. Man of Sounds God. pretty unethical to me. Well, I thought who better to buy a set of clubs from? Yeah, I mean, he wasn't going to dupe you. Yeah. Allegedly, he did. He's busy on Sundays too, so at most that's he's a good playing point. Once a yeah, weekend. he's yeah. closed like Chick Fil A. <laughs> he's right. not playing all right. weekend. All right. right. So then he's like, "Listen, man, I'm trying to run a little small business here, and you're getting hung up over semantics. Pitching wedge nine iron. It's the same. It's a big difference. Yeah. It's a huge I'm difference. Like, okay, here. So." um so we're going back and forth and I'm kind of like, well, I feel a little duped. So he's like, well, what a hundred bucks make you feel better about Oh, it? he's greasing the pockets. Oh, he's greasing me. He's greasing the so pockets he from the Georgia. me back a hundred bucks. So I'm a pitching wedge short, but I've got, you know, a nice set of irons and I'm going to play with the, the Cleveland 1972 pitching wedge until I can find a secondhand slightly used Certified pre-owned, Titleist AP. <laughs> Kelly, Kelly Blue Book. All right, <laughs> fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. You know what, Kevin? That's the best answer you probably could have given. Yeah. Yeah. But what I really want the answer on is <clears throat> his brother was clear a big Kirkland fan. You added a big Kirkland item to your bag, and we need to hear a little bit about that. I did. Not golf balls, because apparently they were sold out. Well, so just, yeah, circling back to the the Kirkland thing. So, you know, I'm coming to the Woodlands. I got smacked around the first time. I lost 82 balls. Um, And I'm like, you know, if there's one thing that I need for this weekend, it's new golf balls. Well, you know, Brian's a big fan of the Kirkland balls. I knew we probably wouldn't be playing in the same group. Um, And I'm like, I'm going to go get some Kirkland balls. I walk into Costco. There's not a Kirkland ball in the place. And I go to the sales associate and I say, sir, you know, am I missing the the Kirkland balls? He's like, dude, there's some guy in Buckhead that is completely messing up our supply chain on Kirkland (laughs) golf balls. 
And immediately I knew it was my brother. He he has <laughs> Does he work cases for Scott? and cases of Kirkland golf balls at home. So if I couldn't throw money at Kirkland golf balls, I figured what better than to go with the KS1 Kirkland putter. It's a beast. And was was today your first round with it? Yeah. And what, did, what, did what you was make your any one, one to ten? How good was it? I felt pretty good. Yeah. I mean, putting wasn't necessarily my issue today. Um, you know, I think I could clean up some putts, but I, I, I do feel strongly about the about, about the putter, and I, I made a few nice nice putts. Timmy made some unbelievable. It's putts. not about Timmy, right? Thank now. We're you, not about Timmy. They didn't believe that I that I putted the way. Not talking about guy. Timmy. Well, he also has the claw grip. He he oh, switches yeah. every day. We're not. I'm, I don't anymore now that I've we'll put it like a full that. series on Timmy's putting. So we should. Yeah. I think the claw yeah. could be interesting. Oh, I think you switch up mid round tomorrow. You try it. The claw. Go for it. If you're in the lead, go. For How it. about yeah. this? Just do anything differently. Anything. It might work. Yeah. So, Kev, are you are you in the 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 leader group tomorrow? I am in the leader group. So, which so first which is year, huge. First year, you're in third. Year, yeah. First year, you're in third. And is that? I mean, how are you going to sleep tonight? You going to sleep differently? You going to sleep, sleep on the other well? Side? You going to sleep like well? a baby? You don't have your yeah. noise machine. I don't have my noise machine. We don't have to get into that. Um, but I'm going to sleep well. And uh, I'm going to go into it tomorrow feeling loose, feeling good, and uh, just attack the ball like I did today. That was one of the things I, I was texting you guys earlier this afternoon. I feel like most of the times where I kind of duff the ball is where I'm not attacking the ball and yeah. really like swinging, you know, hard. confidently yeah, hard, yeah. and hard, um, especially with these new irons. You know, you've got a little bit better club. And, you know, sometimes you just got to let the club do the work. Yeah, every, no, actually, every time. You need that to right. happen every time. Yeah. Guys, well, I, I got to say before we lose this guy, I just want to make a point. He is speaking like a 20-year veteran. Right he, now. Is. he is. He's he is. talking about he swinging is. away. He is. He's but he's being humble. He wasn't he's, as humble He's, he's talking about humility. He's talking about respecting, he respecting the golf course and taking what it gives you. I mean, Kevin. Guess what? As a first-year guy, you're you're putting up some serious stuff, right? He now. also For has, sure. he also before we let him go, he has two brands that we got to shout out at Party Cardi and at, <laughs> at Stoke, Party Cardi at it's, it's Party underscore what's, Cardi what's on cooking Instagram. KD, underscore Kevin Downs, yeah. Anything so, you want to plug? You want to plug a, a new food blog or anything? No plugs okay. yet. Not right. ready for Trader that. coffee right. rub or something? No. no. I Big love what egg. you guys are doing. All I right. think you, you guys got to continue to continue to uh, put out content. People love it and uh, proud of what you guys are doing and uh, just happy to be a part of it. Always a pleasure, Katie. Good All luck right. the rest of the weekend. Later. Joined by many consider the original back tea boy, <laughs> our uncle Hugh O'Neill. Confirmed. Hugh, how's consider. it going? Confirmed. Uh, uh, now that I'm on this podcast, it's all going great. This is a thrill for me. Oh, Uncle Huey, back to as back to you boys, we always want the golf course as hard as it can be. And that is an attitude that you typically share as well. Well, I, I mean, in general, you know, the famous Tom Hanks line, the heart is what makes it great about baseball. I mean, I, I feel the same way about golf. It's impossible. So therefore, it hones us. You know, every day, it sort of shapes us a bit. Yeah, we were talking about some of the rulings today at, at lunch after the course, and we were trying to 
loosen it up a bit with rolling it in the fairways and the new OB rules. And you said, no way. Which I'm surprised by. Well, I'm in terms of golf, I tend to be very old school. Um, I'm not sure exactly why. Maybe because I'm so... I was about to say I'm so bad at it, but that's true. Uh, but it seems to me that the, kind of the basic appeal of golf is that it's so terrifically hard. And if you make it easier, you're going to kind of shrink the game a bit. It could be more fun, but it's not going to be such a great teacher anymore. I don't know. No, I, I agree with that. I think there's a lot that we've all learned from it. Yeah. But I do think you said... It's such an old game and you approach it from an old view. Mm-hmm. But going into this week, your golf game has been compared to the best ball striker on tour, Colin Marikawa. Yeah. So yeah. with the skill set that you possess going into the second day of the tournament, granted, you have a lot of room to move tomorrow. I do. What, what do you think was lacking today? What was Colin-esque? What do you think you can really improve on tomorrow to be the Olympian level that we all know you can be? I appreciate that question, Petey. Part of me thinks... Did he ask you to ask that? No. No, no he didn't, actually. I mean, part of me thinks, you know... Softball. <laughs> the, world, the, the world is having... There's so much pain in the world now. We got COVID. We got all these troubles. I don't think we should really talk much about my golf game. We're taking a very just, broad approach to this It just to this adds answer. to the world's troubles. I don't want to tell them so how I So altruistic. Play. He just... I mean, you're, you're, yeah. if I describe my game, it will render all your readers despondent and depressed. I mean, I'll do it if you guys insist. <laughs> no, we, I'll we do it if you insist. No, I was trying to compliment you. I was giving yeah. you... You're, you're a fantastic writer. I was giving you, I was giving you liberty. So, Uncle Hugh, okay, if we don't want to dip into your game a bit, what I think would be really valuable to our listeners, the three back tee boys are, in the grand scheme of things, pretty new to the Uncle's Open. Yeah. And you're you're a seasoned vet here. Can you speak a little bit to the history of the tournament that we haven't been a part of, what it means, where it's been, where it's going? Well, abs- absolutely. I mean, this tournament started in 1995. There were a couple of little sort of precursor tournaments that led to the Uncles Open, but it was generated by a man named Tim O'Neill Sr., who was the sort of the seed corn of this tournament. And uh, there were a bunch of guys sort of in their mid-20s through their mid-30s, several brothers whose sisters married these lesser men, But they tried to love these lesser men. So they said, let's have a golf tournament that includes all the uncles. Was one of them a short Italian? (laughs) There was. Back then he was taller than he is now. Okay. (laughs) All right. Fair enough. Just so we have that on the record. Okay. So we have... And Tim O'Neill Sr. starts this tournament. And it is the embodiment of brotherhood and derision. You know, what's better? I mean, what's a better combination than love and needle in your guy? And then slowly over the years, we had tremendous laughs all the time. What do you know? These families started having children. 
And so these guys in their mid-20s and mid-30s, suddenly they have children. And what do you know? Some of these children start taking up golf. And then we got these boys, some of whom are in this room right now, who become part of this tournament and just bring a level of richness and laughter and, dare I say, love? There it is. There I said it is. It. It's just I urge every family... Every family to start such a tournament. Now, they will need a genius like my brother Tim to be their manager of it, but give it a try. If you're not that good, that's okay. <laughs> well, so just in terms of the history of it, and you've been there since the beginning and played, we have the return of Brian Down Sr. Now his sons are part of the group that you said have just come up and started playing. Yeah, Brian Down Sr. did come on the podcast earlier. And was, some would say, talking a big game. Yeah. He's confident in his game. He's a multi-time winner. According to him, there's almost no wall space left for trophies. What, what do you think his chances are coming well, in? Well, what Brian Downs Sr. fails to mention is he did win this tournament. Was it twice or three times? It was multiple times. But the people he was playing against were not very good golfers. Now, all the young guys, including you three, if you win it now, you have to beat some good golfers. <laughs> Brian Downs, I won't take his victories away, but he only had to beat me. <laughs> A less of an achievement than it is to beat Petey or to beat Huey Lags or to beat Tim O'Neill. <laughs> and, and, and after, after a, a full 18 today... And, and a full round under your belt. How, how are you feeling headed into the weekend? I mean, you've got one day down, but you got two left. What, well, what are your chances? I like? mean, that's the best thing about our game. You cannot kill hope. <laughs> I mean, as badly as I played, and I rolled the ball up the fairway for most of the day, and yet I still believe that tomorrow there's going to be a new birth of freedom and a few O'Neill. And I'm going to shoot the best round of my life, and I'm going to prevail in this championship. And I think everybody in the championship believes the same thing. Oh, okay. I, no, I believe in you. I believe in you. Yeah, I no, no, not about me. I no, mean about no, themselves. Believe, yeah. About themselves. That's the wonderful thing about it. Everybody thinks, okay, tomorrow I shot 109 today, but tomorrow 84. Right. That's <laughs> a big swing. That's a very big swing. But am I wrong? Isn't no, that yes. I, mean, I mean, the golfers. You're absolutely. Every single hole, every single hole, we we all doubled and tripled today. We thought it's no big deal. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll par it tomorrow. It's not a problem. I mean, that's the thing about golf. You go to the next tee. Yeah, and it's like the previous greens disaster. It never happened. I'm going to lace one down the middle here. I mean, that's. I, I'm feeling, believe it or not, confident. Even cocky. <laughs> I think you should. We're playing together tomorrow. I'm feeling good about it. <laughs> Uncle Hugh, today, any fantastically good or fantastically bad shots? Raging fade? Well, I had many fantastically bad shots. But over the last, I came up here a week early. Uh, and my brother, Tim, who has been my golf guru and the most patient mentor and teacher and I should say golf priest over the years. For literally 30 years, my brother's been trying to help me. And so I came up a week early, and he and I worked on covering the ball. 
I mean, if I say to golfers, the Morikawa method where you, you drop the back of that lead hand and you keep it flat to the ground and the club head is nine or 10 feet behind your hands as you come through, that you're going to be able to hit it. And Tim helped me with that. And during our practice, things were looking Quite promising. <laughs> <laughs> on on was it Monday? Yeah, you called. He, on I heard. I, I heard got a phone. I, mean, I got a phone call. I mean, quite he, the phone he call. He and I got giddy. I mean, it was like it's like he's Henry Higgins talking to Eliza <laughs> Doolittle. And I we don't my, get that reference. I, no, I, no, I, no, 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 no clue what that means. No you guys should know. I'm I'm 150 years old. Can you explain that? Can you like put it in modern terms? Put it in modern terms. In the show, My Fair Lady. He's well. He don't know My Fair Lady. Peanut butter or jelly. Like, what are we doing? Is it like Justin Bieber talks to Usher? What is it? No, but it's like, well, I can't. No, I can't. The fact (laughs) is I can't. But I think my brother felt that after all the love and attention he'd given to me, he said, maybe my student is finally getting this. And alas, I went out today and dashed all those hopes. But uh, it was so much fun just to be with him for that week. Oh, yeah. And to see him. Hubo, I know you're not this bad. He never said that. <laughs> right. He never he never speaks to me disrespectfully. He's always gentle and loving about it. But sometimes I can sense an attitude. Is, Why can't my brother do this? <laughs> but we had so much fun prepping for this. And you know. Well, Uncle Hugh, one last question. If it's not you holding up the flag on Sunday, who do you want it to be? Okay, that's a very interesting question. And before you say your brother, who you really love and care about, yeah. remember it's for a three-peat. Yeah, it's, and it, the, nobody, it's objectively not. Nobody him. wants him to three-peat. Anybody. Nobody does. He doesn't want himself to three-peat. No, I, yeah. It's tough. He's having, he's, uh, listeners, he's struggling here because no one wants anyone else to win but yeah. themselves. That's why he's really struggling. Well, that's true. <laughs> but I, I actually think that Brother Tim, I don't think he has any trouble with the concept of a three-peat. Oh, oh, come on. He can't help No, but I don't think he has any mental obstacles. No, he doesn't. But, the, but do you want him to? You think, I guess it's not who you want, it's who you it's think. It's different between who I you think want you my brother Tim to get what he wants. So I, it doesn't really matter to me. <laughs> this is ridiculous. <laughs> okay. No, if it was, right. if it, no, I guess no, I, I should give you an answer other than my the true answer. I should give you a funnier <laughs> second, answer. Second place. What I re- I really you want can't him, pick Gigi. You I can't. really want him to win. No, I uh, Gigi. I hope finishes last. Gold, you can pick the gold. You can. <laughs> Uh, you know, the, if the Golden Cub could prevail, it would be hideous, but it's kind of a great story. <laughs> it's not bad. Yeah. It's not bad. He, he is he is the Costco brand Jack Nicholas. He yeah. is the Costco he brand Jack Nicholas. He absolutely is. Yeah. And he combines this combination of cooking and chefing skills with emerging golf talent. Yeah. You don't see that all the time, that combo. No. Yeah. You, know? all right. you definitely don't. Well, yeah. Uncle Hugh... Thanks for leading the way as the original back tee boy, and uh, good luck the rest of the weekend. Uh, I love you guys. Take right. care. Take care. We are now joined by the defending champion, five-time champion, and tournament chairman, and my father, Tim O'Neill. Dad, how are we doing? Oh, we're doing awesome, boys. How are you? 
We're we're raving right now. Good. We've had quite a fun night talking with all the guys. Oh my god! I mean, I'm so honored to have the Back Tee Boys at our tourney site. Uh, it started here. I know. I know. It did start around this table, actually. Right. It's really the our first part. Our first. Not the, but the first time we really talked about it was around the first around this table. It's really come full circle. It has. And now we're doing our our live show in front of a live studio audience for our <laughs> for our uncle's open. So, Uncle Tim, you, we're we're one round in. We've got two to go. Walk us through what you're feeling, how you played today, wh- how you feel going into the weekend. So, th- this was a unique year because I uh, my brother Hugh rented a house a week before the tournament, two houses down. So he and I were basically uh, in training camp for a week, and uh, we would play. Uh, we would go to the range every day spend two or three hours and then play nine holes and work on everything we thought was important in the golf swing. Uh, so we felt very good. Uh, we had a, a lot of concepts. And actually, the addition to that was Paul Piveronis, who you guys have interviewed, yep. the best teacher in America. Uh, Hugh had two lessons scheduled, Paul, but unfortunately he got COVID right before Huey arrived. So uh, Huey turned to me and said, "What do you got? <laughs> you have as a Pep Piver's a buddy of yours. You must know what he tells people." Hey, here are some giant shoes to fill. <laughs> exactly. Right. So, so I felt pretty confident that I could translate to Huey what Paul Piveronis was telling me. Uh, so we went to the range, and from all results at the range and on the course. Huey and I both were incorporating what we called it was a new platform for a swing. Okay. You know, covering the ball, trying to get up top and lay lay the hands off a little. Love it. A little DJ ask. A little DJ, lay it off. Um, And uh, so I I will just say, I'm only four back uh, of the Italian stallion, of of the little man. Uh, the human Roman candle. Who, He's not perverted. He's just Italian. He starts off with a glowing light, and then it fades quickly. And that's when I'm that's hoping, a very accurate I'm description. Finish. Um, but my brother Hugh and I had a great training week, and unfortunately, today was I felt pretty solid for me, but my my student uh, struggled a bit, and we're going to work on that in the range tomorrow. Um, but yeah, I think I feel pretty good. I mean, I'm, I've got two wins in a row. I'm going for the the three peat. That's no secret, right? And uh, I haven't mentioned it much. <laughs> I haven't mentioned it <laughs> much. No, we're, we're talking about it. Have <laughs> been You're not from that. behind victories. Uh, yeah, they're uh, not wire to wire. They're kind of like uh, I don't think I've ever had a wire to wire. There aren't many wire to wires. That's not yeah. my. Style. And we're I mean, not about to see one. I somebody already say. claimed it, which is bold. Right. Which is the human Roman candle. Yeah. yeah he, he goes up. Human <laughs> Roman, candle. Roman candle. It's weird actually. to claim wire to wire when there's an asterisk next to your win. That's a really yeah, strange that's wire to wire. And, and the person that you allegedly beat hasn't played in 10 years. 10 years. Right. That's also tough. The person you beat did feather five woods, but still, that's it's true. tough to, to claim it. I will say I played with Greg today, and uh, he he had a little of the old clutch gene. Really? It That's was, an early call. That's an early back. call. No, I mean... How many times do you say watch this? I will say he chatted to himself over putts way too much because we had to listen to it. Huey and I had to listen to it <laughs> about make this putt, make this putt, make this putt. And 
and it was a little louder than it should have been because it just gets old. Yeah, of course. You're like, well, especially when he's missing them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just put the ball back. Come on. We know you're going to miss right, so just let's go. But uh, I will say he had a couple wet shots. No, he had more than a couple. He had four or five wet shots today and a number of putts that were the old GG. You know, a, a wedge like a wet baby blanket on the green. Yeah. Boosh, just stopping. That's dangerous. Yeah. I mean, we haven't seen that yeah. in a while. Now, I think as the weekend goes on, you know, his every every vessel in his body will close down <laughs> and he will he will he will fade exactly like he normally does. And someone of more skill and talent will sneak ahead of him. And, <laughs> and he'll be disheartened. It's probably, you know, the three of us, the Golden Cub and uh who Dunick. Else? Dunick, maybe Dunick. <laughs> but uh yeah, so I, I think Greg is uh, an interesting leader, but I think Sunday mid-afternoon we're going to have we, – we may not be talking a lot about Greg. The leader on Thursday at Augusta usually doesn't win the golf tournament. <laughs> so it's basically the par three. Charlie, Hoff, <laughs> Charlie, Hoffman, tournament, Charlie yeah. Hoffman doesn't hold on to right. it. stays and he always comes in second. That's great. Right. Um, but you did mention the swing keys that you went through with your brother Hugh. Yeah. And listeners might not know, but growing up with you teaching me and teaching Hugh and teaching Timmy, you are the king of the swing key is the only way to describe it. There's one sometimes, there's 25 sometimes. Going into the weekend, moving day, as my fabulous aunt, your wife says, what is the number one swing key for tomorrow? I would object to 25 swing keys. I've had up to 12. <laughs> up to 12 I've is never the max. Had Come on. 25. I mean, that's really crazy. Okay. Sorry. Um, the, the number one swing key, and this is from Peveronis. Um, Listen in, everybody. Yeah. Live studio audience. Piver wants me to uh, basically, when the club face gets to the ball, you have to have a squared up club face. And a lot of people, including me, get up top. And their and their their back of their uh, top hand is cupped. cupped yeah. yeah, and he wants me to lay it off as much as comfortable, like Dennis Johnson, like uh, Dustin. Dustin Johnson. Yeah. And I did that today. Um, and on number twelve, the yep. the par four by the tennis center there, um, I had a hundred yards in. I mean, I hit as long a drive That's on a that one. Yeah, and, I, and I've complained to all you guys about how short my drives have been going. But I, I laid that hand off, and when I got to the golf ball, it was squared up, and I hit that thing a mile. Um, and I had a bunch of drives. I think Huey would tell you and Greg, I had a bunch of drives in the middle of the fairway and deeper than I've been hitting in a long time. So I think the swing key for tomorrow at 10 o'clock is going to be getting that top hand just mm-hmm. laid off and really come into the golf ball with with a uh, authority yeah with authority and, and speed yeah and come speed, in with yeah. speed uh, so so you had the luxury of of sitting by while we interviewed the rest of the field i'd be curious scores aside today people's attitudes Whose attitude did you like the best recapping their own rounds? Who, who really stuck out to you as someone who's got their head on straight headed into the weekend? Um, I think Will Contento has a great attitude. You know, he, uh, yeah. ah. he's, he's, he's uh, 
He's a guy who's trying to gobble up the game as fast as he can. He's trying to learn. He's taking lessons. He's buying equipment. He He's the best-dressed guy on the driving range every time. I hear he's he's got, very he, concerned he with wedding re- details he looks really right good. now. He's, he's he talking has, he's head head is not here. Right. Um, I will say that, you know, there's a lot of chatter about Golden Cup. Yeah. And, I, 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 you know, he's my godson. And I love him to death. But I think Golden Cup is... You know, Friday is a lot easier than Saturday, and Saturday is a lot easier than Sunday. And when you're coming down the stretch and you're coming into 14, 15, and 16, and you have some some strokes to pick up, um, it's going to be different. Now, he may blow us away, and we'll all say, never mind, but I think his confidence – for his own benefit, worries me. I think he's a little too confident. Mm-hmm. He's a little. Too I'd agree. I would definitely yeah, agree. I would definitely. <laughs> and I think, I think uh, he he hasn't paid his dues to the game long enough. Agreed. Like a lot I agree. of us. Agreed. That he doesn't understand how difficult it is to close the deal. Yeah. You know. He makes I a will, mean mistake. Devil's advocate. Ig- ignorance is bliss sometimes. Right. Yeah. He, has, right. he hasn't had yeah. the bad I memories. I mean, John Daly. John Daly. John Daly won the PGA. Yeah. And had never won anything. Yeah. And didn't more, didn't, who won their first US? Was that Morikawa? Morikawa. Morikawa. He won two of his first four maybe. Yeah. yeah. Well, as tournament founder, tournament chairman, after, what are we at now, 26 years of this tournament? I think it's seven. 95. 95? Yeah. Uh, can you just speak about what this tournament means to you and what this brotherhood means? Yeah. And it's changed a lot in the last year, but yeah, I think it's important for people to, to hear that. Yeah. Um, you know, golf is, I've played a lot of sports in my life and, and golf is the greatest unifier of souls. You know, it, it, uh, and my brother talked about, you know, how he never senses that I'm disappointed in him. And I'm never disappointed in his golf game. I mean, I believe, I think more than he does, that he's about to figure it out. On all, the next swing. All the time. Yeah, on the next swing. I mean, I, you know, uh, I wish he I wish he used head covers. <laughs> there are a lot of things I would change about Huey, but I wish he used head covers. Um, uh, but... But it is a unifier of souls, and this tournament was kind of born out of that. We had my my father had passed away, and we started a tournament called the Annie, and it was after my mother, you know, her name, and uh, we started a small little tournament with brothers and brother-in-laws, and then that kind of for two or three years morphed into the Uncles Open, um, and it was really an opportunity for everyone in the family to gather and be together. Um, and and mostly celebrate the greatest thing about the game and and the hardest thing about the game. Um, but I I think you know after 27 years of doing this and seeing the influx of the children coming in, um, it's such a blessing to the whole family. I mean, uh, we haven't had a female entrant yet, but we we'd always love a if there, if there's someone who wants to join, we'd love it. Yeah. And I think you have to uh, you have to look at it as a tournament that is so much more about brotherhood and 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 being together. Uh, it's not really about golf. I mean, everyone wants to win, but mostly everyone wants to just be together. 
and be there and be there. Yeah. And, and you guys, I mean, you, uh, you know, the three of you, uh, are very formidable compadres. I mean, you are, I mean, I think every time one of you hits a golf ball, you always look at me and say, well, they built a U.S. postal office between you and my ball. <laughs> it's usually a Walmart. Walmart's, Walmart's much Walmart's bigger, than, bigger than U.S. Yeah. postal office. Sometimes a Target. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. But, uh, but it's anyway. usually in the woods, too. But. Yeah. So it's, it's just been terrific. And uh, having the Back Tee Boys at our tournament, it really puts us on the map. It really does. Yeah. Well, before we lose you, where are you this time tomorrow headed into Sunday? I think I mean my I mean I don't know if you've explained to the viewers like uh, what the format yeah, is. Yeah, we did. Yeah, 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 we have. So um, I'm at 87, yep. which is four back from the Roman candle. Yep. And uh, I think tomorrow I'll be I think tomorrow I'll be 77, 76. Okay. That's a number. That's, that's a number. Yeah, that's, that's a potential first, second spot. That's right. pretty good. That's where I think I'll be. I mean, I'm shooting 74 tomorrow, so there's that. <laughs> well, the back tee boys are wishing you some luck. I know none of the field is wishing you any luck on the three-peat, but um, thanks for joining us, and good luck the rest of the weekend. Thanks for starting the tournament. Yeah, thanks it's for all on your starting back. this Appreciate amazing it. event. No, I, I've, enjoyed, I've enjoyed being with you guys today, and... Uh, can't wait to see you on the first tee tomorrow. Love it. Go get him this weekend. Thank you. Sample Tim. So there were some bold predictions made in some of those interviews. Some of them panned out and some of them didn't sitting here now a, a week and a half later. But uh, I think we should do a little recap for the listeners on, on how the tournament ended. Those were all recorded after night one uh, before Pete had actually swung a golf club in the, in the event. That's true. Um, yeah, I guess so. So as Timmy just mentioned, I, um, I, as we mentioned in the interviews, I, I recently have gained responsibilities in my life, which is like the saddest thing that's ever happened. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's literally the worst. I don't even know how to describe it. Um, he got a job anyway, 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 so the wind was out of my sails early. Um, I thought I could win in two days. And then I stepped on the first tee and just uh, actually the driving range and just realized that there was zero chance. So my position was fun. I had a great, we knew weekend. that before you stepped on. I was yeah. all right. I was in the back bench, um, the whole oh. time each day and well, kind of the middle bench. Cause I hadn't played around anyway, but anyway, that so for folks, the, Pete, that what the benches are So front bench mean. front runners. You're the ones who are in the hunt kind of leaders all with the only ones that matter. Okay. No one's, one's ever won shots of each other. Yeah. Middle bench can maybe make some waves, make some moves. Back benches on the first tee. You got ACDC. You crack the Bud Light and you're smoking the cigar at 10 a.m., um, which honestly, quite frankly, was the best part of my weekend. You're walking. You're walking Neiman today, trying to play the fastest round of PGA Tour history on the back. Probably, yeah. yeah, probably. <laughs> um, but no, I had a, I got to play with. Um, as listeners have gotten insight into Brian senior and Brian jr. On the last day and the vibes were immaculate. They were unbelievable. Um, the golf wasn't there, but our mental space was focused on the smash burger and the clam chowder, um, that we're going to get after the round. And those conversations came early. Uh, so that was fun. 
And then just hearing from you guys and the golf you guys played, I thought it was great. I, I didn't I get to enjoy my burger because I was rushing to the airport. So yeah, you made um, that flight, right? Sure I did doing? make that flight. My clubs didn't make that flight. Really? My clubs you checked them before because you checked them uh, less than forty five minutes before. I was there more than forty five minutes before, okay. but it didn't. Make I was it. concerned about that for you. American Airlines delivered them to my house, so it wasn't a big deal. Okay. Um, but middle bet. I was in the middle bench the last day. We. Uh, Vibes were a little more serious than Pete in the back bench starting the day. Because um, everyone kind of that's thinks a shame. that's middle a shame. bench is like, oh, I'm going to come out. And I kind of yeah. made a rough, the first four holes. I dropped four shots. What happened after that? Nothing. I didn't pick up anything, but all my garbage was on the other side. But after uh, I didn't, I left two doubles on one and on Ooh. two and four. That was kind of the end. And uh, that's that the middle bench didn't, didn't make any waves, but. So as, as everybody talked about in the interviews and people have talked about Hugh kind of comes in as the low guy and you were, you were in the hunt Hugh. Yeah. So, so you guys had the middle and back benches covered. So I guess that left the, the front bench for me. Um, it was, it was a blast. So the front bench was myself, uh, Tim, uncle Tim, uh, my dad, Greg and Mike Dunick. And it was, it was great. So Mike and I actually rode together every single day, uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So we had some really good chemistry going into the last day, um, to kind of bring the listeners up to speed on how the tournament developed. So I know you heard from everybody after night one, uh, motivation was high. Confidence was high across the board. And I think my dad was the leader at 82, 83 after mm-hmm. night one was like right around there. Yeah. Yeah. So then we played 18 holes on Saturday. And Greg Lagarteria got busy. He went from 83 and he shaved 13 shots. He got down to 70. Um, and Af- just to remind- after talking a lot of smack the night before, yeah, claiming there was going to be a wire to wire. He did claim that. And, and just kind of a reminder of the format for everybody. So we basically played the course three times and you take your best score on each hole that you had on any of the days. So if you make a five on the first hole on Friday, and then you make a four the next day, you get to keep that four for the rest of the tournament. So for my dad to pick up 13 shots means he improved on 13 uh, shots across the 18 holes. Um, So he went low and he got to 70 after Saturday, Mike Dunick was in second at 75. I was at 76. Uh, Uncle Tim, Tim O'Neill was at 77 and Kevin uh, Downs, the the Golden Cup was at 79, a very impressive performance. And then headed into Sunday, we had a a great finish. Actually, I think there was a lot of confidence coming from Greg Lag at 70. He had that five, that five shot spread between him and second place. And it was an interesting Sunday. Um, I can't, frankly, I came out kind of hot. I, uh, eagled the second hole of the day, 11 at West Bay, um, West Bay, Woodlands. Five, uh, Woodlands. Jesus. Uh, man. I know I made uh, a nice Eagle to shave two. And then I picked up another one on the, on the next hole and then another one. And I eventually got down to like 72. Um, and he was at 70. He wasn't really doing much after the first nine. So it was really tight. Mike Dunick and, and Tim Sr. were picking up a, a couple things here and there, but it, it seemed like it was going to kind of come down to me to, to make him work for it. So he picked up one on the 11th hole to get to 69. So he was at 69 and I was at 72 with only seven holes to play. So it was kind of a tall task, but I had a double bogey 
waiting for me on the uh, fourth hole, but we were playing the back nine. We played the back nine first. So, so I guess it was the um, 13th. Quick math. Quick math. Fourth, 14th. I'm not helping you. 13. <laughs> 13. Uh, so anyway, so my dad's at 69. I'm at 72. We've got now six holes remaining and I have a double bogey and I spray my three wood into the woods. And this is a very difficult hole, hole folks, like long, it's got bunkers, it's brutal. And I needed to make a four and I spray my T-ball, what I think is OB. I'm like, oh my God, I just blew, didn't blow the tournament, but blew any chance of making my dad have to work for it, which is just all anyone in the field wanted. They just, you want the winner to have to work for it. And they didn't want my dad to just sail off into the sunset with his victory. So I think I blow it out of bounds. We're driving up and I see a, a ball in the fairway way, way far away from the green, but it was in the fairway. I'm like, whose ball is this? Turns out it's mine. So I, I'm actually alive. I end up hitting my next shot into the bunker and I'm able to get up and down for a four to shave two shots to get to 70, which was huge. Uh, so then we actually had a little of a horse race because he was at 69. I was at 70. Um, I don't, we, neither of us pick up a shot on the next hole. Uh, neither of us pick up a shot on the next hole. So we've got three holes to go. I'm one shot behind and we get to this crazy long par three over water that I've got a bogey on and I'm able to make a par there with a, with a two putt par to get to 69. So we're both tied two to play the eighth hole, which is now we're playing as the 17th. Um, I had a birdie already, so I couldn't really pick up a shot there. He had a bogey there and he had a bogey on the ninth hole. So he had some junk left to pick up and as it went, my dad hit a beautiful drive down the, down the middle of the fairway. It's a slight dog leg, right hole, beautiful, beautiful hole hits a hybrid to the center of the deck and two putts for his par, which was great. Um, so he gets to 68 and then he goes and does it again on, on the last hole. He hits another one down the middle, another one center of the green and a fabulous two putt. So he got it done. He got down to 67 and, and that's a hard number to hit. And Phil, it, Phil Mickelson, very short lived as the oldest major winner as Greg Lagrateria at 64. 64 yeah. sounds 64, yeah. 63, yeah. 64, 64 becomes the oldest, born in 57. oldest player to ever win a, win a major. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, when he, when he made the final putt, his hands went in the air and he like kind of recreated <clears throat> the Phil jump. It was between I that. Thought- well, like tiger in 2019 re- it feels like wasn't really even a jump yeah and like gg jumped my, a little like just like kind of went on his tippy but he also did the tiger return to glory with his putter he did. Up in the air. yeah it was a hybrid but he had never been yeah. to glory so it was like the the welcoming yeah but i don't know I'm, I'm happy for him um i wasn't sure if he could get it done he's always usually in the hunt and and doesn't get it done by a couple shots, he's always coming from behind. So called wire, the wire, wire. wire was great. Yeah, I don't he know. He called it. For he called it in January. Yeah. I think. He called it in January. Like he was, was talking yeah. the most, the most smack. Um, and he even typical. he even on um Saturday night, when everybody's mixing cocktails and jumping in the lake and relaxing, he took the time to go into the kitchen and garage, get a bucket of soap. And a brush and a towel, and he sat outside by himself. No, and he cleaned didn't. all of his golf clubs. I didn't know that, and he, he didn't fall all in. All of his the, clubs the I night think before. The, 
uh, the, the wisdom think- of playing in so many of these events, he didn't fall into the typical trap of the leader where everyone else tries to get the leader a well, little he too intoxicated. To he, he goes to bed early yeah. anyway. But he didn't fall into it. He knew he, he needed to go out and play. And unlike all three of he us, was on a most other he was people, on a mission. He didn't fall for it. So yeah. Greg Lagateria was the, the 2021 Uncle's Open winner. Um, couldn't be happier for him. I think it's going to be a topic of conversation every time anybody talks to him for the rest of time. And I As bet he's told be. he's probably yeah. told a million of his customers um, that he deals with every day that he won the tournament and they have no clue what's going on. So good thing the podcast is coming out. So they'll, they'll it's have so, some Pete, it's so It's so funny you mentioned that because I was texting a buddy uh, the other day. He was going into the shoe market and he just told me well, he was going to the sponsored, shoe market. Sponsored. Shoe market. Yeah. Not official sponsor, but yes. So he's, he's saying, I'm going to the shoe market today. I'm like, oh, cool. Like enjoy the store. He texts me. 20, 30 minutes later, second place this weekend, huh? Question mark. <laughs> <laughs> so he definitely ran into to dad at the store and I'm, I'm sure he got oh, the full awesome. load. Dad's going to have yeah. like a, a shirt made that just says champ. He should. So people ask questions. We should get a shirt with that, with that uh, graphic of his celebration. And with the the picture is great. On it. It's like a yeah. little, yeah, it's a good little celebration. We'd sell a lot of those. And I don't know if we mentioned this, but this was his, in, in his eyes, his first official win. I think he oh, talked about that in his interview. Where oh, he, he did. did. Okay. He You're did. right. He did. He did. Yeah. But it is his um, first. Yeah. And the back team was want to congratulate now, him because we couldn't be more excited for him. Yeah. Now Pete's the only lag without a W. So True. Pete's almost like that's the new only, narrative. I think there's like three people who haven't won and Pete's one of them. Pete. I've also, yeah. okay. I've also played in the least. It's not my own fault. This is my own fault. I haven't fault, played in the least. This I've, is such a myth. You missed like no, two not. and I you claim you played once. Okay. Timmy and I won. Yeah, I won. By the you guys time. won early. Yeah, we you guys won early. Yeah. yeah, he won your two. I always, I, 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 hey, I literally right hand up. It's my own fault that I've like bailed a couple times or not gone, and then like this time I only played two rounds. Granted, I was playing terribly, so I wouldn't have won. But still, it's I do it to my. I don't. I go into the weekend already taking myself out of the tournament. You I don't think I've once not, gotten in. You don't like, think you can? I'm win. gonna win. Yeah, you no, don't think I did you this win. weekend after a couple of cocktails. I was. Texting Q, some pretty bold claims. Yeah, but that I delivered after a couple zero. cocktails doesn't mean you standing on that first tee your first day. You knew you had. Zero I roped a hybrid. Actually, I roped a hybrid. Went bogey, par, par birdie. That hybrid's birdie. so good. That's him too. You know what I wonder is listening to this episode. Who our listeners wanted to win yeah. based on their interview. Who, who I mean, you guys one, say, of, one of the three of us, of course. But uh, well, aside from that, um, like who who do you think was was the fan favorite? It's hard to not root for Gigi. I guess, I guess, Uncle Brian. I mean, I'm sure everyone Beezer, wanted Brian Beezer. Beezer, Beezer. I mean, there's a lot of good characters in, in this in this yeah. tournament. I, I think there's a lot of good personalities. But I'd be curious to know. It's why we wanted to make an episode out of it. For. Most family yeah. golf tournaments would not create an episode or content like this, but we knew the uncle's open would deliver on that and deliver. It did next year. Think, next year. I think we need to get film crews. I think we need to film it and have, have well, a lot of it. So, um, what's Brian's Instagram. Cause he posted a ton of reels. There's some content. There is, but I mean, I, we need like scoreboards and like shots, track shot tracers. We need, we need, we need electronic anyway, scoring. That's for sure. We need the pod to take off. So we have the budget for something like that. <laughs> that's true. So make sure you share this, like it, give us a review. Well, we referenced Uh, a lot of brands in in the interviews. Yeah. So any of those brands, feel free to reach out. Shoe market included. 
Schumacher uh, included. That I mean, I think that's a good one. I think that's where we start. Schumacher Enterprises. LLC. Schumacher Enterprises. Inc. What? I think it's Inc. I think it's incorporated. Inc, Enterprises. Surgical Systems too. They could search yeah. this. But boys, it was a ton of fun up there in Maine. I can't wait for next year. Um, before we go, anyone got any uh, any predictions for the Tour Championship? That's finishing up right now. Can't lay. That's current. That's currently happening. Can't lay. Um, I would say John Rahm's going to win. I, think John I, haven't, I haven't looked at it. I'd say, I'd say, um, John Rom. I got money. I would like to, way. as a, like, a little feeler for a, our potential next episode. Hugh and I were talking to somebody about this last night. I think we have to talk about a way to recreate the tour championship. I think I agree. that's stupid. Yeah. And, and I think a, it has aspects that are fun and aspects I like, but the, it isn't good. So that should be, a, we should a, do a segment on that. I was going to yeah. say, that's a little bit of a yeah. teaser. We'll talk about that on our next episode and um we're gonna get i'm gonna get i'm gonna get pretty creative so i'm excited sure. for that but it's been a pleasure well I, I i couldn't have had more fun this week viewers i hope you enjoyed this episode we had so much fun recording it uh make sure you play it back